Oh, live and live. Welcome back to Unpacked, everybody. We've got PJ. Alexander Jim. And Keegan Turner-McQuinn. Today is Tuesday. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. We had some technical difficulties. Can I please elaborate on the technical no, difficulties? No, we're not elaborating. We're not elaborating. This is just, this is it. I right. will be putting this on my Twitter. All right, now, Keegan, I'm going to need you to fire a new topic right now. What's the next thing on the list? Um, Lizzo's real name. I don't know what it is. It's Melissa. Okay. That's it, cool. It, it fits her, I think. Yeah, it does. I don't have any, like... Can I talk about marching band again? I really don't want you to. I don't want this whole episode to be about marching band. Yeah. It's I not will about say, We have Melissa. 20 minutes. Yeah, so... It's not going to be all about marching that's band. That's 20 minutes, and Keegan, I feel like you could talk about it for an hour. So. Did you know that Beethoven and Buck are still getting nominated for Grammys? No. What? They are still getting nominated what they get for nominated That's for? unfair, I, th- I, I think. Like, classical stuff, obviously. Wow, who would have guessed that Ludwig von Beethoven and what is Bach. Bach's first name? I don't know. There's like multiple Bach. Hold on. No. Yeah. Bach Bach. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's okay. not. It's not gonna be like, and the nominees for best uh, for best alternative R and B album are <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. That's the, the Johann. I don't know how to say it. It's okay. German. Whatever. Yeah. Johann. Honestly, okay. Johann, okay. Honestly, I feel like. I mean, I like the hour-long episodes. I like being able to talk for an hour, but I think people aren't going to listen yeah, to those. Yeah, no. Pe- like, I've gotten a lot of feedback that say, "Yeah, dude, like it's like, I'm cool, gonna, but I'm not going to listen to I'm that." I'm going to skip through. Yeah, like I'm not going to listen sense, to those. A lot of people have said so, that. So, do you want to do like? No, I think we should still st- still okay. do the hour. Still do it, <laughs> okay. and we'll just. Well, we're on a twenty-minute thing, so I think we should just have like one big topic to talk about, like firing off like the small topic. It just seems like we're trying to go down the list, which we are. We doing. could also do two versions for each one, so I we guess could so. we could do like a highlights version and then the full. I like version. that. Okay, yeah, let's try that. But okay, so Keegan, of your ideas list, I would like just a big topic that one we could talk about for the rest of the episode. Hold on, I'm checking. I am holding. What? Okay. Um. What? Okay. Um. The only thing that I like have big is the Grammys, but we've already talked about. How about that we go to Thursday? Because Thursday is gonna be Thursday. Yeah, what's on Thursday? Because that's a lot of topics on Thursday. And then I feel like with Cooper them. and Luke, it's gonna be hard to one thing keep that would... them down, you know, and like talk yeah. about things, be focused, keep them yeah. dogs down. <laughs> I am leaving. What's the topic? One thing that would make you fall in love. One thing that would make us since fall it, in hey, love. Hey, since it's Dude, like that's like so because it's February. It's, yeah. I see. Oh. Not yeah. So, one thing that would make you fall in love. Um, I'll go first. Um, it's this thing. It's called the um bare minimum. Mm. You know, I just I've heard of it. Yeah, no, just some basic like some basic respect um genuinely talking to me and um you know just doing things like the bare minimum that would make me instantly like you're on that understood you're mine now jesus christ that's assertive this is happening yep Mm -hmm. Uh, you are mine You're mine. All right, PJ. So get close <laughs> to the mic. So it sounds like. I guess so. Okay, PJ. I don't, I don't no. think about it often. 
I guess. I don't. I mean, it's never been like a big thing to me. Like people always describe it like falling in love as like a huge thing, yeah. but I've never felt like that. I don't know. It's never been. It's just been like, oh, they're a cool person. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I haven't like felt anything different from it. I guess I don't know. One thing that I've noticed with me is that I have to have like a previous connection with the person. You can't just like get a that, stranger. Okay, that's like something that. that makes me angry because it's like people are always like, "Oh, well, you don't want to date your best friend? Why? Like, why? <laughs> like, what is the? Like, I don't understand the problem. Like, yeah, like other than like I'm not gay, I don't see the issue here. Yeah. Yeah. Well. What do you mean, well? <laughs> Clay's, Clay's reading. Clay just walked by reading the dictionary. Yeah, I came in here. Mr. Hankins really likes this one, apparently. Um, I'm coming in here to tell you guys some interesting words. Okay, what's the word? And I'm going to see if I know it or not. In amorata. In um, Can I, like, can you, like, oh, blur out the definition? And can I, like... In amorata. In amorata. In amorata? Like, A-M-O-R? A woman who is incapable of love. Yeah, that makes sense. Because in not a more love, a at the end. T a yeah. T a makes me think it's female. Female that can't love. Yeah. What is it? A woman with whom one is in love. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh Yell back. In. Oh. In okay. A more. In. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Clay. Imprudent. 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 Oh, imprudent. Okay, that's. Y'all know what that means. Oh, God dang it, right? That's <laughs> the definition, Clay. Okay. Um, they cannot hear this. Prudent, lacking discretion, wisdom, discretion. Or good judgment. Yeah. That's it for the Bible game. Or, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the Merriam-Webster dictionary, dictionary game. game. All right, bye, Clay. Do you want this? Yeah. Okay, bye, Clay. Bye, Clay. You got it. I love you. Love you. All right, PJ. Actually, we got to do the episode. <sighs> okay, oh. so... um. Oh, dang. Fell asleep so reading we the dictionary about what again. Make you fall in love. So. Fell asleep reading the dictionary okay, again. PJ. Classic PJ. So, again, making like I have to have a an emotional connection to someone, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Don't date your best friend." But there are certain friends that I would never date. Hence, <laughs> A B Jax is probably the letter before A. I know there's not one, but like that's how extreme it is. I would never date Jax. He is my twin brother. Not not my actual twin brother, but like still. <laughs> that would be really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's like, okay, the I'm, reason. Sweet home Alabama. I feel really bad for these. I'm not going to name them, but there's two sisters that go to the school. Yeah. And it's like they're always like like on their Snapchat stories. It's always like who people ask like, oh, who's your best friend? They always like say – they always say each other's names, and it's like, yeah. oh. I mean, you know, some just like say like that. someone from Whiteland, dude. Like, be normal. I don't have an issue with that. You know, it's people's interpersonal relationships. They can do whatever they want with them. I guess it's just like, I mean, I'm not ever gonna dunk on them or anything, you know. But I feel like other people would. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. So, um, anyway, all my all my previous crushes have been people that I just, like, know really, mm. really, really well. Yeah, for sure. And I have to have some sort of emotional connection to them and, like, some previous friendship. Mm-hmm. 
And that's also the same with like my past relationships. But then a lo- one thing that I struggle with is I struggle with finding the difference between um, platonic mm-hmm. and um, romantic love. Yeah. That is one thing that I struggle a lot with. Um, yeah. Alex, what do you, what would make you fall in love? Like, what's one thing that would make you fall in love? I yeah, what do you want in a woman? <laughs> um, no, woman. Before I answer that, I would like to, I mean, it's kind of also answering it. The last point you made that you can't tell the difference between romantic and platonic. It's not that I struggle with that. It's just I never thought too hard on it to understand the difference. Yeah. So I say I've never felt romantic uh, affection towards anyone. It's always been platonic. Um, See, you and I are different. You are you and I are opposites. I think that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. How it's just like everyone just seems like a person. I guess yeah, I don't. Know. I like. See, that's where you you guys and I differ. I see everything as in as a romantic connection or a platonic Le- connection. No, like there are times. Like that's what she's saying. She helps. There are times where I like love someone, mm-hmm. but I immediately sure I'm like I'm like what it I'm like what is this? Oh my gosh, I'm in love with them, mm-hmm. and then I have to say no, Keegan, you're like platonically I you platonically oh, okay. love them. Yeah. Like you don't like no you don't want a relationship with this per- person mm-hmm. you want you want to like be friends with them and you want to like have that brother sister friend thing but not because that's one thing I grew up with I didn't especially with having a stepbrother now and mm-hmm. I have uh, Declan and Gavin they are like my brothers and that's something I never grew up having because I'm the oldest child out mm-hmm. of a family of all girls yeah so. Especially with boys, it's like, do I romantically like them or do I? Um, I think you want you want to clarify real quick that you're not talking about your brothers. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, not talking about my not talking about my brothers. It's just having like a Viking. Like I'm also saying. Yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, like you love your family. Yeah, right. yeah, I love my family, but um, also relating how I've grown up in an all female household and like having brothers, like. Yeah, I have two brothers, Anthony and Alexander, and then Declan and Gavin, who are my friends. But Not me, Alexander, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's physically impossible. No. You don't want to be... Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's just different, like, having boys in my life. And then there's that aspect where I don't know if it's romantic or platonic. And then, to me, boys, like you guys, are such foreign things to me. That... <laughs> So, to what extent right, do you yeah, think... I, I'm understanding. I just thought it was kind of funny. To what extent do you think living in a household of only girls, like, uh, through your formative years, how do you think that... Like, how much do you think that's affected you? Oh, it's affected me every day. Every day with my life. Like, they... Like, when boys talk about certain things, like, when you guys talk about you guys growing up, it may not seem different, but I don't, like, I never had someone to, like, protect me from whatever. I always had a little sister who I had to protect, and, Mm -hmm. like, even then it wasn't, like, a brotherly thing. Mm -hmm. And then I try and reach out to, like, like, for example, Kellen. Like, I try and form like those close relationships but i always feel like there's some sense of uncertainty and like unknown and i think i will always have that and also i also feel like there is a barrier between me and 
everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, there's a barrier between you you guys and me because I'm a girl, you're a boy. It It's always going to be there. It's just how society works. But then I also have a barrier with girls because I'm not, I'm not, like... Traditional. <laughs> let me, let me be annoying. I'm not like other girls. Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not like, okay. I don't do well, my nails. Don't dwell so on you're kind of just like stuck in the middle. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of stuck in the middle and there will always be a barrier between me and boys and then I've made my own barrier between girls and I. So... Yeah, that's me. I, th- I think saying that, like, that you've created your own barrier is kind of self-destructive a little bit in a way. Because I don't think it's your fault. I mean, it's not like you did it yeah, to yourself. Yeah, like, like my own personality. Like, just how I was. I, yeah. That created it. Like, there was no other external force that did that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, back to what Alex was saying. What do you want in a woman? Okay, like... What do you want in a woman? I'm not really, like, sure. I'm not positive. Um, Someone who doesn't go to the school. Someone who... Well, yeah, because nobody at the school I particularly... (laughs) I didn't mean that in, like, a rude way. I meant, like, in a romantic way. I understand. I'm joking. (laughs) Um... The pain. What about me, though, Alex? No. <laughs> Rate me one to ten. Zero, because I'm not gay. <laughs> but okay, to dodge the question once again, to bring back a point Keegan made on like how she perceives uh people that like how she said like oh those are her brothers, but you know obviously not genetic. I think when I was younger, I kind of knew like the kind of like how I saw someone. Like, my neighbor across the street, Max Spongeberg, he's now my brother, right? Yeah. Neighbor uh, next door, Poundji, she's like my older sister. That's how I perceive her. That's how I still perceive her. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I just, I never thought of like, dang, what kind of person would I like? Like, no, because that's not like no. one of the things I'm particularly interested in. It's just something that like comes along. I guess so. It's, yeah. I've always felt weird about it because it's always been like a thing in society and like in in movies and stuff, where it's like, oh, like what do you look for in a man or what do you look for? Yeah, and oh, it's, hey, look, Brumley, I like that guy. And cool. it was always like, and then like in like like early on, in like first grade, like everyone had crushes, and so yeah. I would like make up make one up a lot of the time. My just to be part of something. Oh, that makes sense. And back to, like, the point of crushes, I I grew up and my first boyfriend was my very good friend. And him and I I still talk. Like, him and I are very still very good friends. Bringing back to the point that emotional connection is something that you can have really strong with with a person. And isn't it, also, another point, isn't (laughs) it so weird that you can know someone? Like, for example, um, Max... Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, um, my friends from Avon, they get, like, these people come into your life and you just get so close with them that you consider them your siblings. That's, like, um, a deep, like, historical thing that people do. Yeah. Like, uh, um, like how I, like, Cider mentioned it, Nordic countries, Vikingers, that's 
what a Viking is called a Vikinger, um, they would have their oath brothers, yeah, their their sworn brothers. In like, in Japan, they did that too. Yeah, a lot of pla- in a lot of cultures, they would have like that kind of thing. Well, yeah, because like a sibling is supposed to be a very strong connection. Yeah, because you're from the same parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like you're my brother. I don't. I mean, I, I don't I don't mean that, like, in a negative way or anything. I'm just, like, no. I, like when I think of you, I don't think, oh, he he's like my, my brother. Yeah. It's like, I I don't think of you like that. Well, I just, just my friend. Like, yeah. My you're just my, you're just my friend. Yeah, you're white person number four. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I, at right now, you're probably my, like, my best friend. You know how it is, like, Alexander. Should like, we only take W's? Like, eight, <laughs> just, like, at the moment. And it changes all the time because, mm. like, few weeks a few months ago like last semester was probably westland yeah. just because i spent so much time with mm-hmm. that guy and dude i just love westland to death he's such a cool dude and i just hate to break the news to him after this episode <laughs> <laughs> and i i he can be, certainly be a recurring guest but oh, it's yeah. called unpacked for yeah, a reason not, yeah and i feel so bad for him like getting like people being mean to him yeah. and stuff it's like because oh, of his last name yeah, dude. It's like, he's like such a good guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I became friends with him because I thought he was an, a hilarious human. Yeah, he is. And he funny. is a hilarious person. But like, as I talked to him more and like we became better and better friends, it's just like, I realized like, oh my God. That's just this, a regular guy. He's Yeah, he's just like a regular dude. He has problems. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than like the average. the average person. And like I could kind of relate to him like because of that. Yeah. And, and go ahead. can I add to that? Yeah. And it's also um, putting people up on that pedestal. Like I've had a lot of people do that to me too where they're like, oh, because in seventh grade, I was a little menace in seventh grade. I was what one would say emo. Oh, no. <laughs> and I like did not care about what anyone thought of me. And yeah. I just, and I was like that in the beginning of eighth grade too. So a lot of people were like, oh, I really want to be her friend. And they, and then finally when um, my emotions started taking control of my life, they realized how much of a, how many problems I have and how much of a person I am. And they were just like, oh, dang, like, that's crazy. That's and, crazy. <laughs> and also that relates to, back to full circle, Taylor Swift. Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. You know, before you talk about Taylor Swift, I would like to stop avoiding the, the, the original question. What do I like in a woman? Um, preferably Asian, black hair, if they're <laughs> older than me. All right, that's the end. <laughs> that's looks-wise. Um, I've been thinking... This is going to get a little bit, like, sad. Mm -hmm. But I've been thinking a lot recently about, like, the existential. Yeah. And just, like, the fact that one day... And it's gotten me into a couple, like, bad places, Mm -hmm. you know, of, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm... Like, nothing matters. Like, zero percent. Mm -hmm. I think of that once a week when I can't sleep, and that's when I cry. Yeah. I cry every single week when I think about that. And then I move on. <laughs> but I've kind of come to the... And I wrote, like, a, a full thing. 
like I and I was going to type it out and I've been debating it in my head of like do I want to type this and like type this out like on my typewriter do I want to do that or do I not and it's just like me rambling on for so long but I think it's like the only good piece of writing that I've ever done because I was like actually deep into it feeling it yeah, yeah. and I don't know it's but the conclusion I kind of came to was if it doesn't matter I am only going to be around for such a short sliver of time yeah in the universe and so for that to go th- like that like that slit like to just end it prematurely my small little allocated time Speck. that I have it's like it's not going to be that long and then I'll just drift into Eternity. empty emptiness and just not just not being alive so why don't I just YOLO. wait why don't I just wait for it YOLO. I just should just wait for it and just try to have fun along the way mm. and that's like that's how I think that's almost exactly how I word it in the end I can pull it up but I when I think of that that's where my how do I say this my arrogance comes from mm. is because I'm going to die, but I don't like that. That's why I hate God. That's why I say that. <laughs> is because I'm going to die. And I I hate that. It it annoys me. It makes me vengeful. That some, I just can't do what I want to do because I'm going to die. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Alex team is immortal. Also, That's my, also, my nose is sniffly just for the yeah. listeners because I'm sick, not yeah. because I'm crying. Nah, he, I, I'm too tough. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that weak. No, that's literally where my hubris comes from. If you don't know what hubris means, it means excessive pride or arrogance towards providence. Providence is a god figure. Um, it, hmm? yeah. So this is how I ended it. Vengeful. Uh, just vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> I am inevitable. Well, no, I'm not inevitable because I'm going to die. My exit, and I capitalize my, my existence is just a brief splash in the lifespan of the ever-expanding cosmos. I'm nothing to begin with, and that's okay because every moment has something beautiful around the corner I'm not yet prepared for, and I only know this because I've experienced it before. But if I give up now, there's no going back. Non-existence will engulf me soon enough. So why not? Why not just stick it out for a little bit longer? Mm. I also agree with that. Of the, there is beauty to be found in literally everything. That's why I'm like excessively interested in about everything, is because I know that like, you know, it's limited, and if there's if nothing means anything, then that gives me meaning to everything. That means like exactly. Yeah, because if nothing matters, then everything matters. Yeah, because like say this box, that box right there, for example, the world, the universe has existed for what? How many billions of years? Billions, millions. Is like not like many billions. It, it's only like a couple billion years. Um, I want that box. It has a story. It was created on this singular planet. I want to know how that happened, because, you know, there's. About everything is almost infinite, and 
there's many of those boxes before, but there's only this box. This box is singular, but it is one of many. And when I think of it's one of many, it's only on this one planet. Yeah. And then I also think about all the time, like, there's, like you said. Wait, right, pause it's real like, quick, please. No, get out. Please stop. <laughs> the ever expansion of the universe. It makes everything infinite. That's actually a sick beat to just get existential to. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Hold on, we'll wait. Play it and then I'll talk about like existentialism. <laughs> it's done. <Yeah. laughs> I'm nothing doing? to begin with. And that's okay. I'm nothing to begin with. And that's okay. Every moment has something beautiful around the corner I'm not yet prepared for. And I only know this because I've experienced it before. But if I give up now, then there's no going back. Non-existence will engulf me soon enough. So why not just stick it out for a little bit longer? Immaculate. I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to listen to that again later. That's crazy. Uh, but that's, dude, where'd my band? Oh, I put them in my mouth. Right, I'm so dumb. Okay, but that's kind of like there is like a like if you at like if you round it a zero percent chance that we like all of this happened, right? That like the one in a trillion chance that. I was the nah, I was made <laughs> exactly how I was. You were made the same way that you were Keegan was and that K- Kevin was the people who And that we ended up and that yeah. And but then at the same time it's a 100% chance. Because it was like cuz it happened. It doesn't make sense. And that's why <laughs> you can hear it. That was audible. That was great. And I think that was an audible soul. And I think that has part that's part of the reason why I love math is like I just the percentage, the probability. I no, happens. it's just like I hate not knowing. Oh, okay. I hate that I don't know when I'm gonna die. I hate that I don't know like what I'm gonna be when I grow up. Mm-hmm. I I'm constantly worried about it. I'm like yeah. I never stop worrying about it. Like when am I going to die? Is it going to be soon? Is it gonna be? At the school Is in a school be shooting. Minutes ago. Yeah, it's like I I'm constantly worried about so many things mm-hmm. that it just like it makes it hard to function sometimes. I and I like math is like su- it's weirdly an escape. I know that people hate math, but it's just like no, for me, it's like me. I just, I just know the answer. Math is it's it is the answer. It's about like hard rules. It is the on finding answer. Out the, no, like it is like. Yeah, I guess it is. There, the There answer. is a definite answer, and that's what makes it so satisfying. Unless you're using letters and frick that. <laughs> no, like even in algebra. Well, yeah, yeah, there is an actual answer. It's like X equals 5. Cool, then X is I equal 5. It. All right, great. For this specific equation, X equals 5. All right, thanks. I, I figured out there was a pro, And the fact that they say, a, they phrase it as a problem, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's a problem. I solved yeah, the problem. Yeah, we need to solve it. I did it. Mm-hmm. Just having that satisfaction. Yeah. But then when I turn it in English paper, it seems so arbitrary. Like, I think... Arbitrary. 
Like like you the what arbitrary means? Yeah. Like okay, the good. like the the grading of writing yeah. seems so silly to me. I, I disagree. I, I understand like I understand that there's like grammar yeah. rules, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll like say my thought on it when you're done. But I love certain types of writing. Like mm-hmm. I love reading some things that are I'm sure points would get taken off of four. We're almost done, Kevin. We're almost done. Okay. <laughs> we got to go soon. So. Yeah, so. And there are so many, th- like, where it's just like, I-, I would enjoy that. I find that to be the best way to do this writing, right? Mm-hmm. But somebody else might not. Yeah. So I find it to be subjective and objective. I, I don't think that we shouldn't be grading writing. That's yeah, not what I'm no, saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that you shouldn't be teaching people that there's a right way to write. Wrong. Because uh, there's going to be... Well, like, there's a right way to write words, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can... No, I know, I know what you're saying, like... But I think, like, sty- like stylistically, mm-hmm. like, there are some things that I would get marked off for or whatever... And then you look at like Shakespeare. Like yeah. if, if someone turned that in as like a, like a Shakespearean essay, like if you told Shakespeare to write an essay on something, and it gave they gave it to someone and they turned it in, like they would get at, like they would fail because one, those aren't words anymore, but two, the way that he says them are completely di- are completely well, yeah, different. Because from... he literally made new words, and that just annoys me so much. Oh, he did. Made, yeah, he made new words. And then, it, but it was like put together in a completely different way from yeah from what you would do now mm-hmm. and that's just a stylistic choice but he's looked up to as a genius because he mm-hmm. did it first yeah and i find that annoying all right so Keen, are you trying to say something yeah so back to what pj said about how he loves math and yeah. like how um he's constantly worrying <laughs> about how hold on my mind just being like when am i gonna die when is like what is that when happening is when is the end my and that's where again you and i differ i live in the prospect of you know what nothing matters and i'm gonna die eventually so might as well just do what i want and yeah i agree with that and make it and make it like yeah i worry about like when am i gonna die when am i gonna when is everything going to stop but that leaves me to the point of do what you want Nothing matters. It's kind of like what Freddie Mercury says in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, I know. Um, nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Um, and then also English. I think I like English more than math, because English it lets you display how you really feel, and there's no right or wrong answer. In that's English. true, which is why I, which is why it makes me mad that it's I'm gonna, graded like nut. No, you got that. Yeah. Right. I'm going to, like, sort of agree and disagree. I mostly disagree with PJ, and I sort of disagree with it. Uh, Keegan, is because math, you said, is about finding the answer. I guess I kind of said it, too. Um, it's about finding the answer, the absolute correct thing, and I hate that. because Yeah, and there's different people. What if, well, yeah. what if the correct thing is wrong? Well, okay, well, no, that's not the right thing. But, okay, let me explain. So, I prefer writing because if something – I don't want to know the correct answer. I don't want to know the answer. I don't really ignorance care for when bliss. I die. I don't really care. Ignorance um, is bliss. It's not really ignorance. It's just, I know it's there. I just don't, I, I literally just don't care. But it, like, would, it would be ignorant 
ignorance would be bliss if I didn't know that I was going to die. Precisely. um, I prefer, like, English because the thing about English is it doesn't care for the direct, correct answer. Like, I'll get to the grading thing in a bit. But writing, mostly, is about um, how you extrapolate a problem, how you extrapolate it, how you convey your emotion, how you can illustrate your idea, how you postulate what you're thinking, yeah. how your perception is about the world. And it's, if I like get a math problem, I'm like, okay, all right, I solved it. If I'm writing something, it lends to the creativity of how I want to perceive something. Like I said earlier, since nothing matters, I care for everything. Yeah. And I know I just said I didn't care, but in a materialistic, I guess, sense, I care for everything because I want to know more, which is also where my annoyance with death is because that means I can't know everything. Yeah. It means that I can't learn more than I already know. Uh, so we have to go. Yeah, we do. Like it's time yeah. to go. All right. But I'm going to say one last thing. Yeah. Uh. Like the 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 fact that like I I don't know when I'm gonna die, you know that I don't know those answers, which I I could control, you know. Yeah. Um. But a lot of the time, it just it ends up less of a less of a desire to do the action that would cause that. And I'd like to finish it with a final thought as well. Oh, oh but no, like I, literally like like you say your piece, I say my piece. That's the end of the episode. Like, I know, but I wasn't done. Oh, okay. My bad. And that is why I distract myself so often, which mm-hmm. leads me into music is just like my favorite thing. And it like, it just distracts me so well. Which is why I have 57,593 minutes streamed since Spotify rap came out. And I think that knowing that I'm going to die is the reason I want, I hate that. I want to be immortal because I want to learn everything. I want to care for everything. And that's why I like music because it conveys the ideas of others and I get to learn more from a perspective that I don't have. Agreed. Great. Is this the real life? Is this this has been fantasy? Unpacked Episode 2. Thank you for listening. Uh, sorry if it was a little bit existential. Depressing. Yeah. We'll have a, a more fun episode yeah we're gonna have thursday we're gonna have luke holcroft and cooper urban yeah so look out it's gonna be great look out for that one everybody all righty uh catch you on the flippity wait 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 wait